Hey everybody, welcome back to Grounded with Brandon and Craig. It is a beautiful, sunny, not snowy Monday morning here in central Ohio, and I know Craig is excited about that. Well, I'm excited because it's not longer snowing. Thank the Lord for that one, right? There so, may be some snow around still. There is a lot of snow around. It's piled high. Like it's like as high as I am actually in some of these parking lots. But yep. um, the snow was absolutely crazy this past week and um, I absolutely hated it. And, um, but you kept getting snow here in Richwood. I live in Marysville and we kept getting rain and sleet and you would text me and be like, it's like three inches here. And I'm like, we're just getting rain and sleet. That's all we kept getting. And yeah. then finally, when it changed over about four, yeah, it came down like it was crazy. So I went, I hated it. I was did I tell you that? You did. Okay. You did. I wasn't out at five 30 that morning. So that would have been what Thursday morning. And Jasper had to go to the bathroom. And so I took him out and came back in and I told Allie, it's like, um, you are going to have some very unhappy kids. She and did, she said that you were the unhappy. I one. said, and an unhappy husband if it does not start snowing soon. And because I looked out and I'm sleet. like, I was happy because I'm like, oh, I'm going to be one happy guy if it doesn't snow. Yeah. And then Craig <laughs> was sending me these videos. And we were sending videos back and forth, and it was like just night and day. Craig at one point said, it's like we're in two different states. It was, and he accused me of – um like I took that on another day. He was like, did you take this yesterday? Yeah. And finally, I went out in the yard. It's literally sleeting and raining, and I'm like, okay, Brandon, it's 2.13 on Thursday afternoon, and here's what we got. It was like we were weathermen. So, well, enough about the weather. Exactly, but it, we have a person here who is in high demand – all over the country, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, we had to like we had to make time just for her to be here today. We actually did, and it's really good because she is so busy going around the state of Ohio making <laughs> snow angels in everybody's yards. So, is uh, that where those snow angels in my yard came exactly. from? Exactly. <laughs> her name is Snow Angel. I know her name is Kim Levitt. She's our uh, children's minister, and uh, we asked Kim to to come on with us just for a few minutes. Uh, at the end of the month, Kim is going to be officially done, and I'm sorry about that personally, And uh, but welcome. Me too. Welcome today. Thank you. Yeah, it's good to have you. So you're not nervous or anything, are you? I am. Oh, don't be nervous. So <laughs> at least it's not a video podcast. Craig Thank shut goodness. that down quick. I was like, well, we could do a video podcast. And he was like, no, no, no more videos. I'm done being on video. I'm on video enough. So uh, remember we used to do the um, coffee with coffee Craig. with the staff. Yes. Mm-hmm. And when I would be like, who wants to be on coffee with the staff? Everybody looks straight down like, oh, don't call on me. <laughs> I, time, I enjoyed though. it. You know, it's. That's my jam. I that like, was good times though. Like we did. That was really fun though. We had a good time. It was good. Yeah. It was. We really should do fun. that again. Yeah. Just for old times' sake. <laughs> we should do that again. Just one more time with you. Mm, yeah. Okay. Coffee with Kim and the staff, <laughs> right? Or just coffee with Kim? It'd be just her. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> that Kim's would now going to demonstrate how to make a snow angel. <laughs> exactly. <right? laughs> we could do that. So tell us a little bit about. Um, you know, I know. I know that you've been. You were thinking about this decision for a while, and we've got several people who uh, listen to this, and I'm sure they just know that you're you're leaving. So, uh, would you you feel comfortable enough to sure. share a little bit of kind of how your decision came about and sure. what, what you feel like God's wanting you to do? And, Absolutely, okay. yes. Well, I would say I in June ish started noticing some signs. Is that of... a month? June ish? June ish? <laughs> okay, I'm just checking. Well, I think the reason I say June ish is because I think I there were signs earlier than For June sure. of burnout, just where I had been stretched so thin, and I think that's part of um, my personality, okay. where um, 
I go and go and go and go. And my family would attest that I don't even sit down at home very often. You know, I'm just, I'm full speed ahead. Um, and so I noticed some signs then, but went to my brother's, um, it was a retirement, it was a camp meeting service, but where they were recognizing pastors who were retiring and then they were doing ordination service for those pastors coming in. And God did such a number on my heart that day. And I don't have words. You know, when God moves, Mm -hmm. sometimes there are no words. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, but the Holy Spirit was speaking to me in a way that got my attention. My heart was so moved and so touched. And I knew he was doing something big. I just didn't know what the big was. And so, um, I talked to Sue in, um, August and just kind of explained where my heart was and that I wasn't sure what God was doing. And, um, we chatted just a little bit then, but I prayed a prayer in October. Um, I have, my morning is set aside for God time. And so I spend probably about an hour just, um, doing Bible recap, um, mm-hmm. researching, leaning in, listening, mm-hmm. praying. And, um, I had prayed a prayer that morning and within three hours he answered. And I would say that's when the real wrestling began. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yep. <laughs> because I love this place. I don't want to cry. <laughs> yeah. Don't cry. But Brandon, you get Brandon place. crying too. So <laughs> I, I'm a softie. I am a softie. <laughs> and he's a mess when he's a crier. He's a bad crier. <laughs> My mascara I, runs yeah. every, oh wait, no. <laughs> Mine does. Um, I love this place and love the people here and absolutely adore the children. So that's probably Sounds like you're when... campaigning for four more years, right? <laughs> right? I don't know. <laughs> um, so anyway, long story short, um, I just had to get to a place of full surrender mm-hmm. and um, lay it all at God's feet and say, I am available yeah. for whatever you need and you are my guide. Yeah. So, um, I chatted with you, Craig, mm-hmm. October and that's about, um, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah I know. October, right. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yes. And I, um, I, and I know those decisions are never easy. And I know, Brandon, you've been in that place before. And probably anybody listening, um, here this morning or whenever we listen to this, um, when we, when we get to that place, it is a, it is a, like a wrestling yeah. match of, sure. is this me or is this God? Exactly. Or, and I think it goes back to what we talked about a couple of weeks ago, that if my heart is yeah. with God and mm-hmm. am walking with God and my, what I want to do is serve God, then God's will will be done. Right. Mm-hmm. No matter how that, how mm-hmm. that comes yeah. about. I think the thing for me, I don't know about you, Kim or you, Brandon, but the thing for me is when you get into those decisions, there is that personal, um, touch to that, that you, that I have to work through. Right. It's God's calling me to do something, but yet it's really going to be hard for me personally to do. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I mentioned yesterday leaving Cincinnati. Right. It was very hard for mm-hmm. me to do. And I think about it too much. I might cry because, um, you know, I, um, I was very comfortable there. And mm-hmm. so when you move out of your comfort level or you move to something new, it is a new challenge. And, so whatever, whatever the challenge is where yep. God yep. is with you here mm-hmm. and where God is with you in the decision, that mm-hmm. same God is going to be with you in the next right. steps yeah, that you and, take. And right. sometimes I think it is. The, the hardest part is the unknown because it's like, okay, I'm confident that this is the decision God wants me to make, but now what? You know, we talked about it last week, and, and I didn't realize we were going to have Kim on, but I talked about leaving West Portsmouth, Ohio, and the church right, right. there for us to move back up here. 
And, and in those, in, in that wrestling with God, you know, God made it very evident of this is the right choice to make. I moved up here and didn't know what was going to happen. But looking back now, it's like, wow, God knew exactly what was going to take place. Mm-hmm. God knew that, that I was going to be at RCC. You know, I'm in my mm-hmm. 12th year now here and, and can attest to what you say. Love the people. Love, you know, love this place. This is home. Um, you know, and, and so looking back, it's like, I thought in my mind, I knew what was best. But until I finally surrendered and was like, okay, God, if that's what needs to happen, that's what needs to happen. And then looking back now, it's like, wow, God, God knew all along mm. what, you know, and so, you know, for you moving forward, that prayer for you, Kim, is, you know, that God will just continue to use you and, and God will open those doors that, that he wants to open because he right. will and um, close the doors that he wants to be closed. And, and the same prayer is for he, us here at RCC as mm-hmm. well of, mm-hmm. you know, God already, God, God was not shocked by this. Right. You know, we, we talked about that months ago when, when I was in the hospital for five days. God was not shocked by that. Mm-hmm. God is not shocked by this. He keeps saying he was in the hospital, but I go. thought he was on vacation. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I, I don't know. Here we go. Anyway. But no, God's, God's not shocked by it, and God has a plan in place. It's just hard for us because we don't know what that plan is, you know. Right. And I, and I agree with that, that plan. Um, and it goes back to, you know, again, if I'm wanting to just serve God and God wants my heart. So whatever the plan he wants me to do, I'm, mm-hmm. I got to be willing to go through that door. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think too, something God has been so faithful with, and I don't know, I feel very needy with him right now. <laughs> I think when you get to that place of vulnerability, right. yeah. you need him yeah. to show yeah. up mm-hmm. in ways that, Maybe you can't explain, but God has been so faithful when I've just uttered a prayer. God, I need confirmation again. I just need a word from you again. He mm-hmm. has been so faithful. Can I share a testimony just Absolutely. real quick? Um, Saturday night, God is so good about waking me up in the night. And I think it's because I'm so busy. My mind is so active during the day right. that they're that's one of the times he can gain my attention. And so middle of the night, Saturday night, he woke me up and I heard the words ill-fitting just out of, out of the blue. You know, I heard ill-fitting. I'd been sound asleep. And so I just said those words over and over and over and prayed and said, God, what are you trying to say to me? And it wasn't until the next morning when I woke up, I have this verse. Okay. Can I just read it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can do I have you want. this verse um, on, hanging on my hanging on my um, closet door. Give me just a sec. Yeah, it is Matthew eleven mm. twenty eight through thirty. Mm. Love this verse, and I had been in this verse the day before on Saturday. But it it says, "Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me, and you'll recover your life." I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Mm. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. And it wasn't until, you know, I read the entire mm-hmm. verse and I just thought, you know, mm-hmm. God is not allowing me to walk through this time. It's not heavy. It's not ill fitting because right. he's walking mm-hmm. with me sure. right. through this transition, just like he's walking through RCC right. through the transition. It's not heavy. It's not mm-hmm. ill fitting. He's equipped the church and he's equipped me for the journey that he has us on. Exactly. 100%. And I agree with that. And, um, you know, I, uh, 
again, I just, um, you know, personally, you know, you, whenever, like we had, um, Derek left a couple years ago. Has it been yeah. two years ago? Three? Was he ever here? No. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Who? Yeah, no, I'm just he was. Yeah, it was a couple years. <laughs> Derek, uh, it's been a couple years or more, years um, about three, almost three years. Yeah. That Derek left and, um, you know, you know, he came to me and he said, Oh, you're going to kill me when I, tell you this and i was like i'm not going to kill you for that and you know if this is something that you feel like that god needs for you to do then that's exactly what you need to do exactly. who am i to say you can't do this or to say no you need to rethink that i i, I always say you probably maybe pray about it one more time if you're mm-hmm. at the point where you're telling me i know it's a done deal but make sure that you're 100 mm-hmm. this is what you want because you know i think i might have done that with you too, or just take take a couple mm-hmm. more days and mm-hmm. um, yeah. you know make sure this is it because right. you know once the ball actually or the car gets out on the road, it's going to be almost impossible. We can pull it back, but it's going to be harder mm-hmm. to do. So, right. um, and I and I'm thankful for your uh, faithfulness in that and your you know your dedication to you know RCC and to the ministry and to the kids and you know to to all of us. And I, I don't know. Uh, thank you doesn't almost seem like mm-hmm. enough. So, but thank you yes. uh, for, welcome. for all the things that you have done and the things that you've put up with Brandon all these years and, <laughs> and me too. It's, true. Uh, it's been so, a joy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what are you going to do when you're, I'm not, who's going to startle you now when you're. Oh, when, heavens. I okay. Got I, have a crew, I have a crew of people at home. That, <laughs> right. That exactly. Like to take care of that. <laughs> and your family's doing well with the decision and everything. Are they? I, m- I think, so. I mean, uh, yes and no. Max and Lily are um, probably struggling the most. Okay. Lily just said yesterday, Mom, I don't like change. Mm. Um, that's hard on me, but I understand what we have right. to do. Um, and I, Haley and um, Robert um, might be here a little bit longer. They're getting married in October, so that transition, they don't want to transition out and then have to transition into a new church when right. they establish their home together because they'll gotcha. be married. Yeah, for sure. Um, then so... Um, but yes, I mean, we're, it's, it's difficult, but, um, God's with us in the process. Yeah, so. exactly. I'm going to miss your husband too, cause he's always got some, uh, <laughs> you know, great, uh, line every Sunday for me or when, at least when I talk to him. Right. <laughs> so yesterday, just to let you know, I don't think I've talked to you since then. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ivan, Ivan's her husband and Ivan comes up to me after the first service and he said, Oh, he said, I had to make sure that you were, um, you know, preaching today because you guys got out early i didn't know if it was you or todd and usually todd we would get out early right? <laughs> and i just wanted to be known nice i just Ivan. wanted to be known craig was under time yesterday wow. so wow. under time wow. by almost five minutes i'm acknowledging wow. it i'm praising it i was under time too though so okay well here's the thing about that i was under time does the time build up when you're under time no okay well i mean sure so like, but the times you drove over time builds up as well. Well, like so. four and a half minutes, and the last week was like two minutes, and the week before that was like a minute. So I've got like ten minutes, so I can go like fifty minutes next week if I actually want to, because I've got that. Not I mean, if we go back and figure oh out the my. amount of times you've went over, because okay. you still need to go under some more before you reach I'm that. I'm so confused. Before yeah. I balance that out, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, right. So, but anyway, well, um. Kim, I appreciate you coming in here and I knew you were, you're when welcome. I asked you, you were like, oh, okay. So, but, uh, <laughs> I, um, our prayers are with you and your family you. during the transition. And uh, just for all of you who are listening, we are definitely working on a, um, on a plan and uh, we've got a plan and uh, we'll be almost here in the next week or so, probably week and a half, uh, ready to, uh, divulge that plan. And, um, you know, God's timing 
I think you've already said it is is absolutely perfect. It is. Right. And um, you know, um I had a couple people who knew about this ask me, "Oh, well, you worried about this?" And I'm like, "Actually, I'm not. I'm mm-hmm. why? Mm-hmm. God is if I really do believe that God is in control and God has got this, then I that's exactly what I believe." Mm-hmm. And um, you know, if there's nobody here to fill uh, your role at this point, guess what? Something will happen that mm-hmm. needs to happen. Right. And, um, cause I really honestly believe that God is using everything for us right now to lead us, to teach us, to direct us, to mold us, to, to move us, to all for the kingdom here and for people to find out who he is. So I agree as much as I hate to, um, you leaving, mm-hmm. um, I understand, mm-hmm. you know, all that. And, you know, personally, you know, I don't like it, but I know God wise, I know God has a plan mm-hmm. for everybody. Yeah, and it's, so I get that. As you're talking, it's just Isaiah 55 um, just keeps kind of running through my head. I'm starting in verse 8, and you know, the Lord says, My thoughts are not like your thoughts. Your ways are not like my ways. Mm-hmm. Just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. You know, it was just such a great reminder of, you know, we think, you know, Right. We can control things, and we think we know what's right. best, but there are times God's like, hey, you just need to step back and let me work mm-hmm. because you don't even have an understanding. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So Right, and exactly. when we walk in that obedience, mm-hmm. he brings peace. Mm-hmm. You know, you're really good on here. You should have been on here more often. It should have been, <laughs> you know, grounded with Brandon and Kim, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're not you're no longer nervous, are you? No. Okay, good. Perfect. I like that. So, yeah. well, appreciate you coming in. I know you're busy getting, you're you know, things together, wrapped up and, and everything. So, um, for all, for all of us, I'm just going to speak for all of us. Thank you very much. Yep. Thank you for your time and your ministry and your love for the kids and your heart and your testimony and your family and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I know that we'll be talking more about this. And for those of you who, um, are tuning in to this and come to RCC, um, again, we, you know, we're working on a plan and when you have a, get a chance to see Kim, put your arms around her, tell her thank you, tell her you love her and tell her mm-hmm. that what an awesome job she's done because she's been, you've been with a lot of kids over the last I uh, have. nine oh and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so if, um, you had a kid that was what, five, he's 14. Graduated. I know. Yeah. Almost. 15. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's crazy, yeah. isn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah that, that puts yeah. it in perspective. It all just clicked with me. I think I know where the burnout came. Where? Kennedy. <laughs> Kennedy comes along and now, now Kim's like, I, I can't <laughs> no. take it anymore. No way. She yeah. walked through, down the hallway yesterday and I looked at somebody and was like, there's somebody that's large and in charge. Oh my. <laughs> Smallest person in the building and she's, she is such a diva. She come thumping down that hallway like she owned it. <laughs> she saw me yesterday, batted her eyelashes and said, I knew you'd be here. <laughs> she doesn't do that to me. She usually puts her nose in the air and, go, and humps and goes they, right on by me. They bantered back and forth last week in the middle of the week about the snow coming. And, and Craig would walk up to her and he'd be like, no snow. And she would yell back at him, yes, snow. <laughs> so I was in my office at one point and she was, I don't know if she's out here or wherever it was. I was like, no snow. And she's like, yes, snow. <laughs> Sweetheart. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Well, thank you for coming yeah. by. I know you've got things welcome. to do, and I know you don't want to sit in here with the for the next uh, forty minutes with us. So, but thank you very much. Yep. You're Thanks, welcome. Kim. So You're we're welcome. praying for you. So if you can get out of the room without falling, right? Okay. <laughs> so if you guys get a chance to uh, see Kim and talk to her, make sure you let her know you appreciate her, and she's 
done a fabulous job yep. and uh, we'll keep you guys up to date what's going on so how about that how about that you know she she wakes up in the middle of the night um with a word from god i wake up in the middle of the night because i've drank too much water before or you gotta bed. let the dog out or i've gotta let the dog out <laughs> right. yeah it's like man why can't god give me word in the middle exactly. of the night <laughs> it's like water water oh my, word. my gosh so yeah there's a transition time and transitions are always um you know it's kind of like uh we talked about yesterday nobody knows the future so you know you don't really know and, yeah um, but transitions are usually, um, you know, they're, they're weird because they, they, they do send you out of your comfort zone. For sure. And, um, but I've appreciated Kim. Originally, she was going to step down at the end of the year. And so we tabled that because there was just a lot of stuff yep, going on. Yep. People were sick. And so she said, you know, I'll go, you know, to the end of February. And, and she said she probably would go month to month, but I thought, you know what? I, I don't want no to, I know, drag it on, I know that right? she wants to, God's got something else for her. So let's, yeah. Let's do this together. Yeah. So, but anyway, and I, I think it's just a great, um, just kind of a segue there of you know, burnout is real. Um, you know, and I think in the secular world it can be real too with your job. You know, but but especially in ministry, um, you be praying for those whether it's here at RCC or or other churches. Be praying for for those who are in positions of leadership, who are ministers or um, children's youth, whatever. Because burnout, you know, it, it does happen. We. We pour in so much to to what we do here, and and so it you know it is important to make sure that we are, mm-hmm. um, you know, taking that time we need to. I am not burnt out. Oh, I'm just tired of the snow. Well, yeah, <laughs> of the snow. Right. I, I literally am just tired. For sure. I, I, and no, I, I and that. I think I said this a yep. few weeks ago. I'm tired. I'm just yep. tired of COVID. I'm tired of everything. everything. I'm tired of the stupidness of the government. I'm tired. Yeah. I'm tired of the. I, literally, it's just dumb. Yeah. And everything and, is backwards. Mm-hmm. And I'm just tired of people not doing what God has called them to do. For when sure. you say that you're a Christian, yep. I'm just tired of it. Yep. And um, you know, I I don't know if I. Said yesterday or a couple of weeks ago, you know, if I got if I slept nine hours and slept really good for nine hours, woke up, I'm gonna just be as tired as I am when I went to bed. Yep. And um, and I don't think that's a bad thing. No. It's that I don't want that to go into something else, and so I'm constantly working on that. Yeah. Uh, so it doesn't. And um, so not this Sunday, but next Sunday, we're going to. We talked about Elijah a few weeks ago when he went against the 450 prophets of Baal. And in next week, we're going to talk about what happened right after that mm-hmm. when Elijah slipped into depression. Right. Um, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Here he had this great victory, and he is a depressed person. Yep. Yep. And so um, we're going to talk about that. And yep. you talk about burnout or tired. Yep. I think that's where. Well, and you you mentioned. Elijah I think it was, was last Sunday. You said you know your heart is just heavy. Yeah, and I get that. You know, you see all of the things taking place in the world, and like you said, you see Christians who should be standing firm on the truth of God's right. word, and they're just believing lies, and they're they're you know seeding lies, and 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 so it is. It's just exactly. You, it just makes your heart heavy because it's like, come on, guys, let's stay on task. You know, exactly. all of this one day is going to pass away. Exactly, and, and so let's stay kingdom focused. Yeah, Let, let's keep our eyes on the future. Mm-hmm. You know, because one day. None of this is going to be here, and we're going to be standing before Jesus Christ. Exactly, and and we're going one of two places. I mean, there's there's no other way to one hundred percent, one of two places, one hundred percent. And so while we're here, we've got to stay focused and stay on task for the kingdom. Exactly, I agree with that one hundred percent. Well, we had um, 
That's a good segue into this then. So we had a good day yesterday, I thought. We we were jam-packed yesterday. Yeah, I'm I don't like, know where I, all the people came from. They it must was, have come out of their igloos. It was six degrees yesterday morning when I was on my way to church, and we have been dumped with what? Anywhere from six to ten inches of snow. Yep. And the side roads are still miserable. I mean, I, I can't go down Whitestone because mm-hmm. it's just a sheet of ice. And so um side roads were terrible, but when um the first service – when I stood up, I was like, oh, there's more people here normal. And then when I stood up for the second service, it literally was like Christmas Eve. Where did there. all these people I'm come like, from? I'm like, I'm looking around. So, but we ended great. up with 320s, 324, I think. Something like that, uh, this week. And that, that was awesome to see everybody. Tons of new faces again. Yep, yep. And I don't know if we got any of the connection cards or anything. Yeah, I'm but not sure. We, um, I saw a few new faces and by the time I was trying to get back to them or seeking them out, I couldn't find them. So, yeah. But you know, yeah, like no, but it was it was a good, a good day. day. Like you said, you went short. We went short. You, you going short allowed me to make a, you know have a longer prayer leading into communion. And yeah, when you and I and Clint and Corey Smith are all in group text chat mm-hmm. together, and you were up there talking and praying, and I sent that little thing that was like blah 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 blah. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a minion, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's funny. Apparently, too, uh, Corey Smith texted us, and uh, I was giving announcements, and I was talking about the ladies' annual Taco Tuesday, and I said something about it being Taco Tuesday at our house every week. And Corey sends us a text and says, did Brandon just invite the entire church to his house Tuesday? Yeah, I think you did. So I, I really hope somebody shows up. That would be awesome. I may have to. What about if like 50 people showed up? I hope they like deer meat because that's what I'm going to have to yeah. bring out. <laughs> Craig's like, I'm not coming. <laughs> uh, you can count me out on tacos. On tacos or deer meat. <laughs> okay, tacos for one thing, I just don't like. And then when you throw deer meat on top of that, that's like saying, hey, we're going to eat inside of an outhouse today. Oh, no, come thank on. You. <laughs> That is some of the best, cleanest meat you could ever have. <coughs> Promise. <coughs> okay. Oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, gosh. But, yeah, yesterday we talked about putting a stake in the ground. And um, I love the picture that you sent mm-hmm. me, um, your dad. Yeah, my mom sends me a Snapchat yesterday afternoon. Apparently the ground's not as frozen there. It didn't look like um, it. Where he had actually drove a stake into the ground in the backyard. Mm-hmm. I didn't send you the picture that I sent back to her. I took a steak out of the fridge and put it on the ground. I said, this is my steak on the ground. <laughs> it's a big ribeye. <laughs> it was, actually. That's awesome. But yeah, no, and I think that there are – and that just kind of goes back to what I was talking about earlier, where we have to stand firm. Mm-hmm. And that's you know our – our series that we're in is taking a stand, courageous faith. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we have to stand firm on God's truth. And sometimes we have to take and put a stake in the ground. We do. And, and I used a portion of scripture yesterday from Psalm two. It was like the first nine verses. Yep. And, um, I don't know why I ended up doing that. I, that just hit me a few, probably about a month ago and kept, you know, kind of working on that. But Psalm two verses one and two says, why are the nations so angry and why do they waste their time with futile plans? The kings of the earth prepare for battle. The rulers plot together against the Lord and against his anointed one. And, um, I mean, that's where we're at today, right? Exactly. I mean, that's exactly where we're at today. I mean, we've got leaders and governments and rulers and presidents. They are, they literally meet together at these huge conferences and whatever they plan is totally against God and His Word. Exactly. It goes totally against God and His Word. Exactly. And Psalm chapter 2 verse 3 and they say, let us break their chains, they cry, and free ourselves from the slavery to God, meaning we don't want to have anything to right, do right. with God whatsoever. And that's exactly what we are, you know, facing today. And I think that we are facing a godlessness 
like we've never seen before. They're not they're not pretending any longer. No, absolutely. back in the day they would pretend to some degree, but now they're not even pretending. So there's a ton of people in leadership positions. In I mean, we're talking corporations and universities mm. and schools and state houses and the government and I'm going to say at the White House right now. And there's a ton of people who are absolutely godless who are in authority right now. And um, I believe with all my heart that they're goal it's satan's goal mm-hmm. it's the antichrist goal yep. to literally remove god from everything yeah. and to remove christian behavior allow no restrictions on their bad behavior yep. i mean i mean think about it i mean there's places in new york and california that if you shoplift you're not even gonna get arrested anymore i saw that i mean there's people doing some horrible crimes yep. right now and they're out they're mm-hmm. out yep they release them within 24 hours. Yeah, and and I think that's you know just pointing back to to what we were talking about is that um, you know it, it's all about for us it's all about you know the kingdom. But what you were just saying there is you know Satan is using those people, mm-hmm. and and that's exactly what's happening. It's you know they're being they're a pawn. Mm-hmm. For Satan to get these things exactly. Um, but you know back to what I was talking about about you know one day. We're going to be faced with eternity. In, exactly. In either heaven or hell. You read the verse, 1 Corinthians 6, 9, and 10. It says, don't you realize that those who do wrong will not inherit the kingdom of God? Don't fool yourselves. Those who indulge in sexual sin or worship idols or commit adultery or are male prostitutes or practice homosexuality, none of these will inherit the kingdom of God. And it's like, you know, there are so many sins in today's culture that are glorified. Oh yeah. And 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 that's I really think that's Satan at work saying, Oh, yeah. oh look at this. This is this is good. This is exactly. a good thing. And and it's not that we hate those people or we're, you know, afraid of those people or freaked out. No, we we I worry about your salvation. Like that's what it comes yeah. down to. It's all about salvation because exactly. this earth, this life it's not going to last forever. Well, Satan is so good at masking mm-hmm. everything to make it look different than what it actually is. And he makes it look uh, alluring and he makes it look enticing. And it's literally like we're, you know, fish in a pond and best lure in the world pops in and uh, people grab hold of that. And, exactly. You know, there's a reason why God um, in the in his word talks about don't indulge in sexual sin or worship idols or commit adultery. There's prostitution. Yeah. There's homosexuality. Well, our world glorifies the homosexuality mm-hmm. world right now. And we glorify sex out of marriage. So yep. now we, we you know, because uh, people do that, we have babies that are unwanted babies and pregnancies and so now it's no longer pregnancies it's you know we can abort this because it's not a human being and i mean the sin is rampant in this country and around this world and and, you know and as i look at things i almost think it's worse here in the united states than it is in other places for sure because like even russia um says homosexuality is wrong they don't agree with abortion and but not our government exactly uh it's the craziest thing that uh, that i've ever seen yeah so I think I said yesterday, so now what we're seeing is good is evil, yep. and evil is good, and that leads yep. us to... To Isaiah chapter 5, verse 20. Exactly. And, and that's, you know, obviously this was true back in Isaiah's time. Exactly. But it's it's absolutely, this could have been written yesterday. Exactly. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, could have been written yesterday, and that's where we're exactly. at. It's like they're 
they're calling you know good evil the things that we're standing on they're saying you know that we're, oh you're being judgmental and that's not yeah. right and blah 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 but yet these other things and what like, i'd like oh, to do good. when somebody says this is well what are you what did you just do right Exactly. So it's all right for you to judge, but not for me. This is not what this is about. You know, this is right. all about this. Yep. And so, and I think that's the hardest thing as a, as a Christian for us not to get in the dogfight, but for us to show the love of God. But yeah, you got to have to stand your ground. Exactly. And you are going to have to fight back eventually. Right. And that's why, um, I'm not interested in fighting some, you know, and kicking back against somebody that's just in the world, but that's why I kick back so hard against the government and those mm-hmm. people like that who are totally godless because I'm not going to let them tell me yeah. what to do at all in right. any way, shape, or form. And so I read this next verse after you read that one, Psalm 2, verse 4. It says, he who sits in the heavens shall laugh. Mm-hmm. It's like God is like you guys think you're right. unbelievably on the right track, right. but I'm laughing at you. The Lord shall hold them in in derision. Yeah. Basically, God is going to hand them over to some confusion and that's where we're at. That's today. where we're at. Exactly. We are confused, man. For sure. We are totally confused. Absolutely. Christians are confused. Well, and that's that's the other point, you know, as you were talking there, it's like in, in you know, I push back on on Christians who aren't standing their ground, who on Christians who are taking and they're they're distorting the Bible. They're taking and, and they're taking scriptures mm-hmm. out of context, or they're not standing firm on the truth of God's word. You know, exactly. you can't pick and choose. Right. You can't say, "Well, I like that, so we'll do that," but that other—that's too tough. I, I'm not going to tell somebody, you know, that you know homosexuality is a sin. Right. So, you know, surely God's changed. No, the Bible says God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Right. The Bible doesn't change. Again, it doesn't mean that we've got to be, you know, a jerk and and absolutely rude. We still mm-hmm. have to love them, but you doesn't mean you have to give in and say, you know what, you're probably right. It's okay. Right. You know? Well, it's like, you know, people saying, oh, Craig, you don't, you're, you don't follow the science. I, and again, my thing is, where, what science are you talking about? Right. If it's, if it's not junk science, yeah, I'll, I'll believe exactly. it. Exactly. These same guys who are telling me this, uh, stuff about COVID-19 and masks, vaccinations, and you gotta follow the science are the same clowns that are telling me that a woman can be a man and a man can be a woman, mm-hmm. or you don't have to have any gender, or a man can have a baby, or guess what? A baby's not a baby, so we can just abort it. Right. Those are the same fools telling me that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to listen to them. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I will kick back as hard as I've ever kicked back, and I will do it with gusto, and I will do it in the name of God every single time, because I'm standing on God and I'm doing it for him. It's, it is what it is. These guys are out of control. Right. And right. until the Christian population understands where we're at, it's going to continue to get out of control. Now, somebody asked me yesterday, they said, what, what, what's the most important thing I can do? And I looked at them and I said, you don't know. And they went, looked at me and they went, I do. <laughs> and I went, what is it? And they went, pray. pray. I went, you got it. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. And, and the truth is, is that, you know, one day, Judge, Judge. <laughs> Judge. Easy for me to say. One day God is, is judge. judge. <laughs> One day God is going to to judge. You know the world. You you read Psalm two five. This is from the New King James Version. It says, "He shall speak to them in his wrath and distress them in his deep displeasure." You know, I have no idea what that means, but I wouldn't want to be there. Oh, absolutely. Would you? No, absolutely not. I mean, you remember when you were little and your Yesterday. dad got mad? Oh. At you? Okay, mm-hmm. younger. Okay, yes, younger. And your dad got mad at you? Did you ever get in trouble? Yes. Spanked? Oh, yes. I mean, mm-hmm. he ever yell at you? Mm-hmm. Were you ever afraid of him? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, like, magnify that by a million. Right. That's, 
I wouldn't want that. I, I mean, think about that. I don't want to know what that looks like. Absolutely. At all. Absolutely. And um, that's a frightening place to be. And the thing about it is, is the people of the world don't understand this or believe this, but this is where Christians who say they're Christians, this is what we need to believe and understand that this is what is coming. And so we need to... I'm not talking to going out and being a street preacher and yelling at everybody and telling them they need to, you know, mm-hmm. turn or they're going to turn or burn. What I'm talking about is God has placed you with friends, yep. neighbors, relatives, coworkers mm-hmm. that you can work with one on one, that you can be an example and you can be the light of Jesus Christ and the love of Christ because yep. you've already got a relationship. People don't understand that. And that's why. I do what I do here mm-hmm. to get everybody a little bit fired up. Now, a lot of times they get fired up at me, right? Which, right. Whatever. Okay. okay. Perfect. Uh, but you should be fired up at Satan right. and what the government is doing and what the lies and the condemnation. And you need to focus that back into the glorifying God and mm-hmm. reaching somebody. Because I guarantee all of us have friends, neighbors, relatives, coworkers, people that we rub shoulders with every single day, people that we, you know, we go out to eat, we see the same people that yep. don't know Jesus Christ as exactly. the Lord and Savior, who's struggling, who need him, who need the great grace of God. Yeah. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how exactly. that works. I feel like that's why God put me in your life, is so I can shine the light of Jesus to you. Okay. But no, she, during snow. As you were talking, it's during snow, exactly. Yeah. You know, I, I, yeah, anyways, we won't go there. Yeah. Um, but as you're talking, it just reminded me of something that took place um, this past week with me and Christian. And and he's our only boy, and and so you know sometimes I have to show him some tough love, and and it's like you asked me, did my dad discipline me? Did my dad spank me? Right. Yes. Looking back now as a father, did I deserve it? Absolutely. Of course you did. Did I deserve some more that I didn't get? Probably. Of course you did. Exactly. Of course I did. And so, but but the God, you know, as you look, and, and we're right now in the Bible recap, we're just getting into what you you alluded to yesterday was where the the Israelites, while Moses is up on the mountaintop, uh-huh. you know, and and he's getting the Ten Commandments from God, and he's spending time with God, and down below, you know, at the base of Mount Sinai, the Israelites are freaking out, and they're like, oh no, what do we do? You know, here here's all of our gold, Aaron. You know, make make us a god, Aaron. Poor Aaron. Poor man. Aaron. Yeah, Clint he's, he'd be me. like he, he'd be like the uh, Mike Pence of that day, probably. Right? You know, just easy to push around. Exactly. You know, so <laughs> Clint looked at me yesterday and said, "You you mentioned that." And Clint looked at me and said, "You done messed up, a a Ron." <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so you know, but you see, God disciplined them, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes we have to be disciplined. Why? Well, to show us the error of our mm-hmm. way, to show mm-hmm. us that we are wrong in in whatever mm-hmm. we're doing. And to hopefully move us and, and mm-hmm. shift us back on track, whether that is from a parent. Sometimes mm-hmm. in in my life, it's been from God. There are times now where I need that, and God, mm-hmm. like, just it. Sometimes I feel like I just get hit upside the head with a two by four mm-hmm. of God being like, "You idiot! What mm-hmm. what are you doing?" Right? Like what? And that's the Holy Spirit disciplining me and correcting me. So this past week, um, Christian was having a hard time listening. Um, you know, do you say something? Did I say something? Exactly. Um, so the poor kid, he's got like five million Legos, okay, which ends up all over his floor. Well, that and can, that can hurt in the middle of the night. And you know how little you, – you you know, I'm sure Dustin was this way. I'm sure Dustin, all of his his drawers and everything growing up were super neat. His clothes were always folded perfect. in his drawers. They were yeah, always he, perfect. Like Christians the other day looked like there was a bomb exploded in it. It's like clothes coming out everywhere. It's like – Yeah, buddy, that's you are eight years old. And so it's like, okay, 
you need to take some time, clean your room. So I shut the door. He's, air quotes, cleaning his room. Ten minutes later, I open the door. Nothing had been touched, and he's sitting in the floor playing with Legos. That's a that's what a uh, that's what you're supposed to do at that age, bro. I guess. Now, coming from a grandfather's, oh, here point we go. View. <laughs> Anyways, back to my story. So, I, I I get on him and tell him you need to quit playing, clean your room, shut the door. Ten more minutes goes by. I open the door. Well, this time we move into a different mode of discipline. Okay, and um. And I put him in time. I don't know why I put him in time out in his bed because I wanted him to clean his room, which was counterproductive. Exactly. But anyway, I wish somebody time me out in my bed. Right. So I go to sleep. Greg, right. go to time out. Okay. Um, but anyways, in the midst of this conversation, he, he looked at me and he said, you're torturing me. <laughs> I love it. And it was great because we were able to have a conversation and, and, and I even talked about how God disciplines us as well and how my dad disciplined me and, and, and I explained to him the difference between discipline and torture. You know, there are people who have been tortured in their discipline lives. Discipline and torture. I love right? it. It's, it's a little bit of a difference. Next there. year when he plays Santa Claus, I'm like, is this guy going to be, get cold? He's like, he tortures his, he tortures kids. his kids. <laughs> exactly. But, but no, I think that that's, you know, people look at God and they think, well, God doesn't want me to be happy. God doesn't right, want right. me to enjoy my life. God doesn't this. God doesn't that. God just wants to torture me. No, God wants to discipline you because he loves you because he doesn't want you to go to hell. Right. And that's why he sent Jesus Christ to save you from your sin. Yeah. And there, that discipline comes in, you know, many different forms. For just sure. like you, just like you explain that with Christian. Well, how many times did you pop your head in? Two or three times? Yeah. Um, I gave him some warnings. Well, I think God does that for all of us. I think God gives us warnings. Mm-hmm. I do. He I think does. he does that to us personally. I think he does that to us as a, church Mm -hmm. i think he gives us warnings i think he's been doing that as a nation absolutely and i think he's about done popping his head in on us and giving us a warning because i think it's about to go down percent agree and so um but i believe that god does that in a lot of areas so when you look at um that you look at the love of God, mm-hmm. even though there is the thing, because I mean, you love Christian and you're trying to get him, you know, it's not, it, it is about cleaning his room, but within cleaning his room, there's a lot of stuff that goes in yeah. with that. There's, it's you're respect. teaching him something. And, yeah. Yeah. Responsibility and, mm-hmm. and all that. So you're giving him as your, as the loving dad, ample time to get it done until the torture comes in. <laughs> a lot of times I give him more than ample time to get exactly. it done. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good. Uh, yeah, that's a good description. But um, I read a verse yesterday from Psalm two, verse six, and I love this verse. Yet I have set my king on my holy hill of Zion. Mm. I love that. Mm-hmm. And, and and I said this is like the first thing that you and I need to do, and we need to for us to make a difference. We have to determine there's going to be one king, one voice, one truth. Yep. We're only going to listen to God. We're right. only going to listen to Jesus Christ. We're only going to follow God's word, and that's it. Yep. And we can't. Put a bunch of stuff in on that. We it's it's one thing or the other, and you know basically when Jesus is the King of your life, you're basically just telling him, you know what? I understand what you've done on the cross. I understand that I've been purchased with your blood, mm-hmm. and guess what? Your truth is my truth, and I'm going to live that. Yeah. And I and I think that's what we have to do. Now, Christians are waffling, mm-hmm. man, when it comes to that. Now there are a lot of Christians who are not right, but there are Christians. Many Christians are waffling back and right. forth from truth to. I don't know about this. You know, that does make sense what they're saying. Or the Right, right. You know, so that's rough. Yeah. And and there are times in our lives where it's like, oh you know what you know what you need to do? What? 
No, I'm just saying in your life, you know what you need to do. And, but you're, you're like, okay, God, this is what I want to do. But if this is what right. I need to do, mm-hmm. you're, Jesus went through that. Mm-hmm. You read that. Mm-hmm. Matthew chapter 26, verse 39. My father, if it is possible, let this cup of suffering be taken away from me. Yet I want your will to be done, not mine. Jesus exactly. had his moment of humanness of saying, man, I don't want to, I don't want to die. Nope. I don't want to go through the pain that I know is in front I don't of me. Do here. This. But God, if this is what has to happen, I trust you. Mm-hmm. And your will be done. You know, and, I, and I've heard on that, just to break that down just quickly, is that, you know, people are like, well, it's, Jesus didn't want to die on the cross. Jesus didn't want to hang there. Jesus didn't want to feel that. Um, but the more that I read that, mm-hmm. and this is, this is me thinking, uh, it talks about Jesus says, uh, may this cup of wrath pass from me. He didn't say the cross. Right. He said the wrath. And he was talking about the wrath of God. That is the hatred of God that he has for mm-hmm. sin and all the things that we have done. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know what that looks like. But apparently right. Jesus does know what that looks and like. Jesus bore all of that wrath for all of it. Every single one of us. Every bit of it. And so when you start to look at it that way that Jesus is not saying, hey, if there's any other way but the cross or any other way but this Yep. May this cup of wrath pass right. by me. Whoa. Right. I, I don't even like the word wrath, to be honest. For with sure. You. It sounds some kind of demonic term, which it is, because yeah. it's sin. Yeah. Sin is very demonic in our life. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that's, that's really good. And, um, I just believe when, you know, you're following God, you're doing what God wants you to do. He's going to put things into your heart. He's yeah. going to, he's going to show you things that you need to do. And I think that's very important because a lot of times that's why we've kind of talked a little bit, you know, God's will in our life. And I kind of talked a little bit about, you know, yesterday it, it we're moving into an area of God. What do you want me to do? Where do you want me to go? If right. You, you know, if God says this is what you need to do, move or go to another country or, you know, uh, get another job or whatever. I'm going to do it. I'm going to right. follow you wherever you you want me to yep. go. Exactly. And so, and I know it's hard. Like Kim, mm-hmm. that's hard. It's tough, especially if you know you, you enjoy it and you mm-hmm. have friends and yeah, you know all that. So it's very difficult. So for sure. Um, Psalm two seven, he says, "I will declare the decree." How about that? Mm-hmm. I loved having everybody read that yesterday. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Or the Lord fun, has good. said to me, you are my son. Today I have begotten you. And this is basically, I said, where we just honestly say, you know what? Uh, I'm going to agree with God. Yeah. I'm going to declare the decrees of God. And I yep. agree with him and his truth and his word and the gospel. Every single thing about God, I'm going to just follow him. And, um, and, and I think that's a really... Easy thing to say, but it's a very difficult thing to do. Right. Follow God. Mm-hmm. Follow his word. Land your feet in him and follow everything he right. wants you to do. I mean, honestly, how hard is that? Mm-hmm. Hard for me? Yep. Because I'm as human as anybody else, so yep. I like to react myself, you know, and somebody riddles off and sends me a nasty email or I've heard somebody's been talking about me. My gut reaction is I really don't care to be honest with you, but sometimes if you catch me in the right mood, I do right. care and I want to last the right back. mood or the wrong mood. Well the wrong mood. That would be <laughs> yeah, that would be it. So but <laughs> I'm sorry about that email. <laughs> right. Yeah. Would you quit doing that? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but yeah, um 
John chapter one, verse two says, all who believed in him and accepted him, he gave right to become the children of God. And this is one of the things that Mm -hmm. I think is amazing is that I'm going to declare the decree of God. I'm going to declare his truth and his word and all this stuff. But all who believe in him, every single person who believes in him, um, we are his child. Think about that. I love that reminder. Yeah. And we actually sang that yesterday. We did. I'm a child of God. Who you say I am. Yeah. And, and I love, like, I think I prayed this maybe yesterday is that that reminder that Paul gives us is that we are, you know, we are God's children. Right. And we are co-heirs with Christ. Because of what Jesus Christ has done for us, it allows us to be called a child of God and we are now co-heirs with Christ. Exactly. And and it's like we get we get a part of the of the um of of the will. You know, we mm-hmm. we we get a part of the the claim there. Mm-hmm. And and God is going to to bless us mm-hmm. because of not nothing that I did, but it's because of Jesus. Yeah. Because of Jesus, I get to be called a son exactly of the almighty God. I'm a child of God. Heaven's my home. Yep. My name's Britain Lamb's Book of Life. I'm going to reign with Jesus Christ one day. So yeah, I'm going to declare the decree of God my yep. entire life till the day that I die. I don't care who doesn't like it. Right. I don't care if it's my best friend or if it's somebody here at this church. I do not care. I'm going to declare that decree until the day I die. And Satan is doing his level best job of keeping everybody down, especially Christians. Yep. Yep. He, he doesn't care about those people in the world. He's already got them. But what he cares about is people who say that they follow Jesus Christ. So he's keeping mm-hmm. us down all yep. over this country and basically what he does is he lies to us and he condemns us he's a condemner exactly and i think i said yesterday i am so sick of listening to the condemning voice of satan i think you hate it you called him a knucklehead i did call him a knucklehead (laughs) yeah i liked that that was was tasteful i mean it was tasteful yeah i could have said something else you could have man i but i called him a knucklehead who you That's like a 90 year old man calling somebody a knucklehead. I mean, who uses the word knucklehead? It reminds right? me yeah. of, um, is it Back to the Future 3? Okay. No, it was 2. 3 was the, when they went back to the West. It was Back to the Future 2 when the old Biff hits the young Biff on the head and he says, just do it, you knucklehead. Exactly. That's what I felt like yesterday. <laughs> I felt like old Biff. <laughs> exactly. Um, continuing there in Psalm 2, I, I love, Love, love this verse. There's a great um, song called You Said based off of of this verse here. Shane and Shane has a good version if you want to listen to it. Um, but it says, Psalm 2.8, Ask of me and I will give you the nations for your inheritance and the ends of the earth for your possession. Ask of me. Ask. Ask. Just ask. If you're you walking know? in God's will, your heart's with God, ask. Yep. And, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, going back to talking about Christian. Would I do anything for him? Oh yeah. Absolutely. He's my son. You know, I'm, I'm going to do what I need to, to protect him, to take care of him, to provide for him. Mm-hmm. How much more is God going to protect me and take care of me and provide for me? Sometimes you just got to ask though. Exactly. And I don't think we do. Right. I think we tell him. Exactly. We want to ask. I, um, you know, I love what Dallas Willard said. Oh, yeah. I love Dallas Willard. Mm-hmm. And he's like John Piper. He is, he is understandable, but sometimes he's not. And this one could have gone either way, but it's good. He says, when Christ is your king and you recognized who you are in Christ and you understand what you should do, then you will ask for things that God has determined to do through your life. Yep. Meaning you're already kind of walking in his will. You're doing those things. So when you ask, God is going to allow, allow this to happen. Right. Because you're already doing it. Yeah. Your will aligns up with God's will. Exactly. And, and I think I said yesterday, we need to think bigger. 
we literally need to think bigger. Mm-hmm. We need to get out of our boxes that constrain us. And God is saying, you know, ask of me because we put limits on us. We put limits on the church. We put limits on his word. We put limits on God. And I think I said, you know, we need to kick the sides out of those boxes. For sure. We need to kick them all out. Mm-hmm. Just kick them out, get them out of there, and allow God to actually do, lead us to where, you know, where we need to go. Exactly. And, um, you know, and I think when you get to that point, um, you know, you'll be like, God, what, whatever you want me to do, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to do it. You want me to do this, I'll do it. You want me to get another job, you, whatever, God, whatever door you send me through, I'm going to be willing to do it. I'm going to, and I'm going to walk in the kingdom. I'm going to expand yep. the kingdom for you. So, uh, it's just a, um, it's a melting of your mm-hmm. heart with what God wants. Yeah, exactly. Your desires, your wants, your desires for for what God yep. you know wants in your in, in your life. So, um, I like First uh, Corinthians ten verses four through six, and um, I think it really is good for all of us who are, who are followers of Christ. Second Corinthians, Second Corinthians. What did I say? First Corinthians, Second uh, Corinthians. You know, it's what happens when um, you get old. Okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> we'll blame the snow. Let's do that. We use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning. Think about that. The strongholds of human mm-hmm. reasoning. And destroy the false arguments. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture the rebellious thoughts and we teach them to obey Christ. And after you've become fully obedient, we will punish everyone who remains disobedient. I mean, we, we you literally, as a f- child of God, walking in God, we have the opportunities to pull down these strongholds that hold us captive. And and, and I think that's so important for us to be reminded of because mm-hmm. we don't always live like we do, right? Yep. I, um, I really think that when we are talking about what God wants us to do, it's just that we need to keep our eyes on God. Mm-hmm. We can't keep our eyes on God and on the world. We can't yep. keep our eyes on God and the government. We can't yep. keep our eyes on God and COVID. Can't keep your eyes on God and your spouse. You can't keep your eyes on God. You literally have to keep yep. your eye on God. Yep. And when you're keeping your eyes on God and you're keeping your feet firmly planted in his word, it literally will mm-hmm. change who you are and how you roll and what you decide in your life. Right. Exactly. You're going to operate differently. Yep. Totally 100%. Differently. 100%. And so that's why I read again the Psalm chapter 2, verse 6. I have set my king on my holy hill of Zion. Yep. I love that. Yeah. I need to put that on my computer. You should. I love that. I'll make you a graphic for okay. it. Okay. And that's where I said, let's put the stake in the ground. Mm-hmm. Put a stake in the ground to remind us of this is where we're at. This is what we're doing. And God, today, today, you're my king. You rule my life. For sure. As a reminder, this is where this is where I need to be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, good stuff. Very good stuff. And a great reminder and in, you know, realizing that we are all in this together and, you know, we have to stick together. And we have to stand firm on God's word, God's truth, and right. and continue to push down that road, right? You know, in God's will, exactly. Um, you know, and and not to try to do things on our own. Going back to that Second Corinthians verse that you read, the verses you read there, verse five just is like it jumped off the. I've got it pulled up here on my phone, so it felt okay. like it just jumped off the screen to me. It says, "We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God." Oh yeah. yeah. How how true is that? There's so many times where we're selfish. Oh yeah. And and pride gets in the way. Pride is never a good thing in the Bible. And, and if you if you look through no. that, you know, it's he opposes the proud and gives grace to the to the humble. humble. And and so, you know, we destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. There are times in my life where it's like, "Oh, 
I'm being prideful. Like this, I've got to God break this down in my heart because this is my pride setting in. Right. You know, work through me in this. And so, yeah, good stuff. That's, that's a hard thing to do, man, to set aside your pride because that, that, that means you're setting aside you, your desires, your, your selfishness, Mm -hmm. your, what drives you basically. And so it's really hard to take a back seat to yourself. Yep. Cause it's, we're all about self-preservation. Gotta look out for me. Nobody else is gonna look out for you except for you. No, God, God will. Yep. God will definitely do that. Absolutely. Do I trust him enough to allow him to? That's the thing. Mm-hmm. That's where I, that's where I'm at. Yep. So sometimes I don't. Right. Get into big trouble. Yep. But well, we got a few things coming up at the RCC church house and around yep. the church yep. house. So, uh, women of worth, you know about that, right? Women of Worth, sure. It's going to be meeting this Saturday, mm-hmm. this Saturday, February twelfth, at ten a.m. at Kelly's Kitchen in Richwood. And if you need to register, you can go to Richwood.Church/Women. Pretty good, aren't I? You are good. Guess what's going it's on like tomorrow you're night? That off your phone. It's like I was reading it off my phone. Tomorrow night, I don't have it in front of me. Is night of prayer. You would be correct. Yeah, six o'clock here in the sanctuary. I'm just going to have a time of prayer. Bring whatever you would like to to pray for. We'll take some time, I'm I'm assuming, and spend some time just giving our praises to God as well and thanking him for the great things that are that he's doing and you know, I think that's that's a key too is to mm-hmm. take time every single day and give praise to God for what he's doing in your exactly. life. Exactly. Um acknowledge those great things. And while you're talking about uh, night of prayer, you might as well go ahead and rack up Sunday night, the 13th, the day before Valentine's Day. Do 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 do. So this is your your week um reminder men, Valentine's Day is in one week. It is Monday, February the 14th. And um if you haven't got your 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 special lady something, then you might need to Put on, get some candlelight, get a nice yep. tablecloths, put on Frank Sinatra and let it roll. There you go. Yeah, right. There you go. Um, or so, whatever. But Sunday night, the 13th, is um, we're going to do a night of worship here in the sanctuary. And it's going to be just a, a little bit more of an intimate time. Um, we're not going to have like a full band or anything. And it's going to be more of a stripped down set like that, focusing on God's love for us. Exactly. Exactly. And, and is it uh, right before that? Isn't it the aging parents class meeting from yes. 4.30 yep. to or 4 to 5.30 or yep. something like that? Yes. Yeah, so that's that's going on. And uh, we have uh, Real Moms, Real Joy, Jesus Women's Bible Study, Thursday, be, Thursday February 17th, 6.30 to 8. Uh, that's going to go for eight weeks. And once again, you can go to richwood.church slash women and you can find out more information about that. Mm-hmm. And then we have a night of comedy coming up. You don't February, want to miss that. The 19th. February the 19th, 7.15. 7.15 in the sanctuary. And comedian and ventriloquist Ken Groves is going to be here. And um, he's going to have a little bit of comedy for us. Maybe we'll laugh a little bit. They'll have some light snacks following that. See that you're in for the light snacks, aren't That's you? That's why I'm coming. <laughs> you know, a funny thing about snacks. Yesterday, I'm standing out here in the hallway. And your son comes walking oh, down the hallway Chewing with a cookie in each hand. Does not surprise me. I said, what are you eating? He went, cookies. <laughs> I was like, good for you. <laughs> so we were in Walmart the other day, and his eyes got this big when we walked. We were down the, the aisle with all the sauces in it. Yeah. And they have a whole section of Buffalo Wild Wings sauce. Jeez. So we came home with a bottle of their um, spicy garlic. That kid loves spicy things. Mm. I would be at Dublin United right? Methodist if I did all that. Right? So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> On vacation. On vacation. <laughs> yeah. 
And we also have a, a ladies, another ladies thing. We got, we got more ladies stuff than we can shake a stick at here. For sure. Study of Revelation starting on February the 28th at 6 p.m. It's going to be at Sue Ellen Ackerman's and she's going to host this for 11, 11 weeks. That's a long time. That's a long it? time. And, um, but anyway, there's that. And then one more ladies announcement and, we should put a cap on ladies' announcements for the week, like at least four, right? Right. Okay. So ladies' annual Taco Tuesday Night Out, what you were talking about. There we go. That all is on Tuesday, March the 1st, 6 p.m. I don't know what this place is. How do you pronounce this? Me nope. Oh, Me Jalapeno. Me Jalapeno and Marion. Or Me Jalapeno, whatever. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, if I had to guess, that's a Tuesday. We'll be having tacos at my house. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's good. So I don't know what else is going on to you. I think we've hit it. That's This Sunday we're going to be talking about the last hour, Spirit of the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm sure it'll be fun. That'll so, be fun. Yeah, it'll be good times. Yeah. Let the good times roll, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't have anything else unless you do. Did you get out and play in the snow? Um No. <laughs> if shoveling counts as playing, then yes. Shoveling. Oh, my goodness. See, see now we had – um we had more ice yes. at the beginning, so mm-hmm. we still have ice. I bet I have, what is that, about three-tenths of an inch or something? Um, How much snow did you get? Because we made a bet. I did not get um, what I thought we were going to get, but I'm going to say we got at least four to six inches. See, we got between probably eight and ten. Isn't that weird? It's crazy. You you, you literally we, had more snow than we had. It's, it was crazy. I'd like I mean, to see the line. It started snowing here like 7 a.m. on Thursday morning. It didn't start snowing for you until almost Four. dark. Yeah. Four o'clock. Four o'clock. Because he would text me pictures, and his ground was covered, and I would text him pictures, and it was just raining and sleeting. That's mm-hmm. all we had. You know, it was like that. As the sleet's coming down, it's just that white. Right. Yeah. Right. And we yeah. had a good – I mean, there was a good tenth of an inch of ice on my, my car yeah. when I went out. Oh, we had a – it took me forever to clean those cars oh, I'm off, sure. bro. My goodness. I'm sure. Yeah, my driveway and walks are still heavy loaded with ice, so. Yeah. Well, just for the record. Okay. I told Allie, I said, you know what? We got our big snow. I've been wanting a big snow. We've got, you know, some dustings an inch, you know, two inches here. I said, we got our big snow. I'm content now. Spring can come. See, now you're on my page. Well, I mean, I, I'll take another big snow, but it's like now that, now that it's been here, I'm good. I'm happy. I'm content. In all circumstances, I'm content. (laughs) I do have a question now that it's before we leave. Okay. How do, how, how did the yoga pants work out when you were in the snow? Did you wear them out there? Negative. Come on. I still have not, I have not worn those things. I'm going to wear them tonight just for the heck of it. Oh my God. I haven't worn them in like a month and a half. I bet your wife's missing them. Yeah, I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. Maybe they're missing. Maybe she stole them. Yeah. She might have. I think Clint was wearing them yesterday. <laughs> oh goodness. That's, that's gross. <laughs> that's a sick thought. <laughs> exactly. Well, on that note, you have anything else? Uh, no, I don't. Yeah, on we, that we note, probably I need think to go. we just got to yeah, wrap it up. I just need to go. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for listening to uh, Grounded with Brandon and Craig. Thanks for just hanging in with us through the the tomfoolery again. Just continue to um, to pray for Kim, pray for RCC, and if you do see Kim, just uh, take a moment to thank her for um, for just her heart for for God and and here at RCC. Um, Continue to pray for Craig because I don't think the winter's over. So, uh, um, you no, know, it's not. The, the groundhog saw a shadow. Although I did see, I think we're supposed to be in the 40s. It's going to get 40 this, this week. week. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. You should be, man, 
You'd be wearing shorts and sunglasses. And oh, yeah. Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> Already. Exactly. Well, hey, thanks for listening. We hope you have a great week. Thanks for joining me again, Craig. Thanks for having me. Hey, you're welcome. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.